Oh, good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 11 in the book of 1 Timothy. This is a podcast series called Be With Me, seven minutes a day, walking through the Bible. Chronologically, we're in 1 Timothy now. We're in the qualifications of an elder. Yesterday, we talked about skillful teachers. And skillful teachers, one of the qualities is, quote-unquote, able to teach, better translated, skillful in teaching. So who are those? Those are men who have exposed themselves to the Word. Well, what happens then? Well, hopefully they're struck by their own sin. Hopefully they're shattered by Jesus. Hopefully they're silenced in any quote-unquote conversation with God. And so hopefully your skillful teachers are the ones mostly in the congregation with their hands over their mouths. Those are the men that are the best teachers. All right. Today, a couple more uh, qualifications for uh, elders and teachers and pastors, all, all, all same office. And here it is. They should. This is uh, chapter 3, verse 3. Not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. All right, so not violent, but gentle. Uh, i got to recommend a book, best book in years, uh, Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. Uh, and the whole book is from Matthew 11, verse 27, 28. For I am gentle and lowly of heart. Jesus, it's the only time where Jesus describes what's in his heart. And it's gentleness. It, and what's that? That's strength. It's strength under control. It's a ready strength, a strength with the addition of virtue. Second book I'd like to recommend is David Mathis's book, where a lot of this comes from, is Workers for Your Joy. It's a book about elder qualifications. Now, one of the things he says is that consolidated spiritual power is in the plurality of elders. And hopefully that's used for good in your church. Now, and certainly not for violence. I was thinking about raising children. You know, when did bending hearts, it's just rarely done by by violence. And Jesus, who do you know that came to Jesus by bullying? And uh, who was ever well served by a striker, as it says in the King James Version, you know, quote unquote. All right, so not violent, but gentleness. Second thing is not quarrelsome. So generally, we don't want people that are of a battle mindset in the sense that their heart uh, should be bent on less on division and less on distinctiveness and more on disciples. So generally, we want a peaceable, non-quarrelsome person. Now, it's not to say that there is necessary conflict in the church because there's lots that needs to be corrected, lots that needs to be rebuked, lots of restoration that needs to happen. Uh, one of the passages that made me th- think uh, this morning is from 2 Timothy 2, 24. And the Lord's servant must be must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. So we see here this goal, this end goal, is is not just to bash heads with somebody. The goal is repentance. So you can have a person that engages actively in a way that can be heard with people that are of a different uh, opinion. So it's there are worth, worth, worthwhile controversies, and the idea is to lead towards repentance. So speaking the truth in love does not mean avoiding the truth. It means in love, speaking the truth. 
So don't be surprised by conflict. Humanity's full of it. If you don't don't think think so, just read the paper. Oh no, wait, just read one page uh, of the paper. And this is the most topic important field. You know, I always I always joke that there's a whole section on sports, which kind of like in the end makes absolutely no difference. Where's the where's the spiritual section? Uh, of the paper where truth is battled out. How am I saved? What about death? What about, you know, the heroes of the people that are making good decisions? So the, the, the task here is not to run from, uh, you know, conflict but and to lean into conflict when it's appropriate, but to lean into it with all the armor that a Christian brings to the fight. So what are those things? Well, that's love. It's patience. That's the subtle spirit when you bear up when you're when you're provoked. So I think I'm going to call today fight like a Christian because fighting like a Christian means not being quarrelsome in nature, not being violent, but being gentle. And then the final topic for today is not a lover of money. That, that your elder should not be a lover of money. Now, uh, let's go to First Timothy six nine and ten. Listen to this, but but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. So this this right attitude about not loving money is modeled, needs to be modeled by our uh, leaders. So whatever temptations you want to talk about in our leaders, you want to talk about sex, we already talked about that in this list. Power, we talked about that. Violence, we talked about that today. And here, now, money. So money is a tool, it's a test of what we value, and it's a testimony to those around us. Uh, One of the other things of note is money is temporary. We were not going to be carrying wallets in the next world. Number one, we're not going to need IDs because we're known. Secondly, we're not going to need money because that's all going to fade. That being said, it's constantly before us in this world. So you can't serve two masters, as it says in Matthew chapter 6. You know, if your heart loves money, then it's going to be displacing a love for God and you're going to end up hating God. So if it's a priority, you're going to send yourself into pangs and compromise and, you know, maybe even crimes. So so the pastor kind of person that we're looking for is a person that knows how to steward money, who knows how to work hard, has enough to share, is a cheerful giver and all the positive things about money. So my final snarky thought is, let's ask ourselves, has any lasting legacy of goodness ever been produced by a pastor with a jet. I couldn't think of one. Maybe you can. All right. I am so grateful today as I think about this list that I, there are men who are called to the ministry of, of pastor and elder and are qualified. The list is brutal. And uh, that I, I'm just honored that I know people that are not lovers uh, of money, that are not quarrelsome, they're not violent, and are gentle. They're like Jesus who can fight like a Christian. It's the evidence of the real real miracle, which is the transformed hearts and the power of the Holy Spirit within us. Praise be God. Thanks for listening.